Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of Millennial Minutes. I'm so grateful that you're all here with me today and if you can just really quickly press subscribe or follow wherever you're watching this video. It really helps me a lot. So today I'm going to be talking to you about why I quit my nine to five and the things that you should know before you quit your nine to five. I was super lucky that I spoke to so many different people, mainly because I was talking about quitting my nine to five for so long, that I just got loads and loads of advice. And because of that advice, it really finally helped me quit and do podcasting full time. So today I'm going to be talking about the different things that I did and considered before quitting and some of the things that I'm doing now as well so that I can share some of that insight with you. So I want to talk a bit about quitting. I was a management consultant before I was doing my podcast and actually whilst I was doing my podcast. And I think what's really important about deciding to whether to quit something or let go of something, it's always really important to remember that it's going to be really, really uncomfortable. I wanted to quit honestly, six months after I started doing my podcast, but I didn't ever feel ready. And there's so many reasons as to why I didn't feel ready. And I think the biggest lesson I ever learned, and I learned this in a podcast actually, was you have to have proof of concept. So yes, I had a podcast. That was great. But I didn't actually recognize that I could monetize it until I think three months ago. So it was something that I wanted to do for so long, but I didn't have a proof of concept. I had absolutely no leads. I had no interest in me and I had absolutely no way of making money from the podcast. And therefore, because I only got that three months ago, that's really when I started to take this seriously. Having a proof of concept is so important because ultimately you don't need to be making millions before you quit your job. You just need to realize that there is a space and there is an opportunity for you to make money. And what I mean by that is that you don't need to necessarily be making money, but you need to make sure that there is a possibility. So for me, I didn't actually get any deals for sponsorships until I quit my job. And I'm going to come on to that in a minute. But for me, I knew that a lot of companies were starting to be interested in sponsoring me. And that was enough for me. I didn't actually have that time to research a lot of companies. I didn't have that time to send loads of emails out. I didn't have that time to explore how I can monetize the other parts of the business that I was doing. So for example, with the corporate workshops, I didn't plan to do corporate workshops. I was just speaking on my podcast about a lot of different themes. And from that, different corporates reached out to me. So AIG, TSB, McKinsey, Red Kite. I've had a couple more now, but they've reached out to me after hearing me on the podcast to come in and speak about a particular topic. Now, 
that was proof of concept for me. So they reached out to me. I've actually gone there. I've performed these workshops and now I'm getting more and more and more. So there's proof of concept there. The proof of concept for my podcast was, okay, now sponsors are actually interested in having a call with me. None of them had said yes, but they were interested in having a call with me. I was unable at that time to kind of do all of that background work to make sure I was landing all of those deals because I just didn't have the time. I was doing all the editing. I was doing all the reaching out to the guests. I was doing basically everything for the podcast and the performance planner and everything else, which I've explained in my other video. I don't want to keep going on about it. But my point is, is that I just didn't feel like I had the time to reach out to sponsors. And when I was having meetings with them I didn't feel like I was being as effective as I could have in selling myself because I just didn't have the time to do the research so that was also something that was in the back of my mind you know I have proof of concept with these workshops I have proof of concept with the podcast because people are interested I'm not closing them but there's a reason for that and I've identified that and that for me was time and effort so that was proof of concept for me in both of those areas. Now, that was really, really important for me because it was also in conjunction with performance planner. I was selling performance planners. Okay, I'm not selling a thousand a month, but I'm still selling planners without doing any ads or marketing. So how can I scale that? Okay, I need to spend more money in ads. I need to spend more money in marketing. I need to spend more money in having a proper graphic design instead of me kind of designing these pages. So there was loads of ideas in my head that I was like, I have, I am like kind of stable in all of these things, but how do I scale? How do I grow? And that for me really required time, which is why I was like, okay, now's the time I need to quit. Another thing that I would say is it's really, really important to have a plan. So I essentially sat down and I love mind mapping. I feel like this is a skill I've just kept going on from GCSEs, but I love mind mapping. So I put my name in the middle and then coming out of it, I put all the different businesses and all of the ways in which I think I could monetize in different parts of my life. So one of them was like corporate workshops. Another one was one-to-one coaching. Another one was doing modeling, another one was doing the podcast, another one was doing ads. All of these areas I had proven that I could make money from. I hadn't made loads of money from them, but I proven that there was a proof of concept. So when I looked at that and I realized that, okay, I have this many streams, how do I scale each of these streams? I could then really specifically define what steps I was gonna do to increase and scale those businesses. Now, from my perspective, there's some that are high ticket items and some that are kind of low ticket items. So then after that, I had to really prioritize, okay, what am I going to outsource? What am I going to do myself? What am I going to work on? What is going to be my priority for this month? And sometimes it's really difficult, I think, because I've always jumped from thing to thing because I had my corporate job and I had these things going. I always had to move from thing to thing. And that's why I had to be really, really specific. Okay. I'm giving myself one year and giving yourself a timeline when you quit is really important. So I'm giving myself one year. What do I want to achieve within that year? And I mean, I'm manifesting a lot of things. A lot of those things I feel like really wild, but let's see if it happens or not. But for me, it was really important to be really specific. And the only way I was going to be specific with my timeline, the only way I was going to be really specific with my goals was if I really understood where I needed to concentrate my time on and where I needed to prioritize my energy. Now, what I will say is letting go is so difficult. I wanted to quit my job for so long and I never felt ready, even though everyone else was telling me to quit my job. Everyone was telling me I'll be okay. I never, ever felt ready until this year where I was like, if I don't give myself this shot, if I don't believe in myself now, then when will I? I really had a big, long, hard think and I recognized Do I want to be a management consultant in 10 years or do I want to be the best podcaster in 10 years? Do I want to be a partner at this firm or do I want to be number one in the charts? And the answer was quite clear to me. And therefore, I'm giving myself this opportunity to see 
if I aim for number one, maybe I'll be number five, who knows. But if I aim for something and I really believe in myself and I believe I'm doing a really powerful thing, then if it goes wrong, then so what? I tried, right? And I tried to do something really impactful. And I also try to do something that I love. And if I can make a career out of something that I love, then what's the harm in trying? And the thing is, for me, I always thought that if I'm not a management consultant, then what am I? Like, I'm a podcaster. That's a bit weird. It's a bit unfamiliar. I don't know anyone who identifies himself as a podcaster. What am I going to call myself? I think we try to label ourselves a lot and try to put ourselves in a bracket because it helps to identify who we are in that moment. But for me, I really had to understand, okay, where do my goals lie? Where do I want to go? And who do I want to be? And once I figured that out, it just helped me to really understand that I will always find another job. And an employer isn't going to look at me and think, oh, you tried something for yourself and therefore we're not going to hire you because you're an idiot. I don't think that's going to happen. It's funny that the day I told my parents, well, my I told my dad specifically, I was really nervous to tell him because for him, he really wants me to be stable and really wants me to be successful. And I think it seems like because I did both for so long, why can't I continue to do both? For me, it was like I can either be basic in both or I can be amazing in one and let go of the other. And obviously I chose to be amazing in the podcasting space, well, trying to be amazing in the podcasting space. But for him, he was like, keep your job and then kind of do this on the side. I remember reading all these quotes that said, when you let go of something, another something else will come for you. Like when you close one door, another door will open. And I remember that day I got a call and it was for a partnership deal. And it was like, we want to sponsor you for X amount, X amount. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. That on the day I tell my dad that I got this amazing offer. And then I remember thinking, okay, but that wasn't for my podcast. That was kind of like for my Instagram and for me to be an influencer. But it was still a revenue stream, right? It was still something that I could do independently of my job. And I remember in that moment thinking, isn't that so crazy that the day I let go of something, another opportunity came to me. So when I quit my job, I still wasn't making money from podcasting. It wasn't like I quit because I was making loads of money. Yes, I had corporate workshops that had reached out to me, but I didn't have like a lineup of workshops that I'd reached out to. I just felt so overwhelmed with all the things I was doing. I didn't have the opportunity to do that outreach. So since I quit, I was doing more outreach. I was able to respond to people's emails. I was able to chase up people who hadn't responded to me but I still didn't have a sponsor. So it was crazy to me that three weeks after quitting my job, I was able to secure my sponsor. And I really do feel that's because I had more time and energy and I was able to genuinely figure out which brands I wanted to work with and which ones I didn't. So I wouldn't say you need to have everything figured out before you quit, but I would say you need to have a plan and you need to understand where your gaps are and how you're going to fill those. Another thing that I think is really important to do is to really set expectations with yourself. Every single person told me when you quit your job, you'll wake up happy every day. You won't feel nervous. It will be amazing. You'll feel so like grateful you get to live this life. And I, I definitely am all of those things. But I would say I'm really anxious all the time as well because it's just so overwhelming to do something completely new. And so I just wanted to share that if you've recently quit your job or you're thinking about quitting your job, as fun as it will be, there will be days we will be like, what on earth am I doing? Like, where, what am I doing? Even though I'm really structured, I time block everything. I know exactly what I'm doing because I, I set my goals all the time. I still have those days where I'm like, wait, what, wait, what's going on? What am I doing? Because I think it's such a different change from being in a corporate job. And so I think people don't talk about how up and down it is and how crazy it is all the time. It seems to be like that for me at the moment. And I'm sure I'm going to find my feet in it. But at the moment, I'm just a bit like, what is going on every single day?
If you are thinking about quitting your job and you are thinking about, okay, what am I going to feel like? I would say it's not going to be daisies and roses every single day. I think it is very, very difficult in the beginning, but I am slowly starting to find my feet and I'm learning how to set boundaries and and things that I can say no to, things I need to prioritize, things that I need to make more effort in, things I need to do more of, but it's definitely still really hard and it's still something that I'm struggling with. Now, my last point is don't always do something because you're going to make loads of money from it. With this podcast, I didn't think I was going to make any money from it. In fact, every single person told me you'll never make any money from it. And some of the people who want to work with me now are the people that told me that I was never going to make any money from it. My point is, is that it has brought me so many opportunities. It has brought me so many incredible friends and it's given me such an incredible community and platform to speak around topics that I'm so passionate about. Now, one of those things that has come out from it, which I never thought would, was corporate workshops. I never, ever thought that the likes of McKinsey or AIG or TSB or Redkite, one of the fastest growing tech companies, would reach out to me and say, we want you to come and do a talk. I just never could dream of it. It's crazy to me but that did happen and so if you're thinking about quitting but you don't know all of the plan yet it's okay you're not going to know all of the plan something may change something may crop up someone may see something in you that they love and ask you to go into a field which you never thought you would so I would say that if you do love what you're doing it will come through and people will see things in you and you may create opportunities that you never know you could have. Because I've enjoyed doing these corporate workshops so much, I really want to start doing them with everyone else too. So if you've got to the end of this video and you're here listening to me now, then thank you very much because I'm going to give you a little bit of a present. I am going to be opening a private community in which you guys can come along and you can access my workshops. So you can book one-to-one sessions with me. You can get access to all my guests before everyone else knows. Come and watch my podcast live and you can come and spend the day with me. Now, This community is going to be paid for. However, if you've got to the end of this video, I'm going to give you the link now because it's completely free until I put my workshops on there. The workshops will be on there. I will be charging a fraction of the price that I charge at corporates because I want to make them really accessible and because I think they have so much value. So if you want to be part of my community, then please click the link below. And let me know if there's anything in there that you think I can add. I'm going to be also doing loads of surprise content in there as well. So make sure you join, make sure you tell your friends, make sure you come talk to me on there. I'm super, super excited about this. I can't wait to bring these workshops to you as well because I know you're all going to love them. I just want to close on that note and just say thank you so much to everyone who supported me in this journey so far. I hope you loved this video. If you did, please give it a thumbs up and let me know if there's any other content you want me to film or if there's any particular topic you want me to dive deeper in. I hope Hope you all have a great week and I will see you soon.